This podcast is brought to you by Niza Ali and Nizam Adli, also known as Niza Nizam, property consultants from Propnex Realty. With more than 14 years' experience, not only transacted more than hundreds of HDB resales, also executive condominiums, resale or new launches from developers, landed and luxury condominiums. Well-versed in any property-related laws and financials, including Islamic Farid and Sharia laws. Before doing anything to your property in Singapore, call us first at 9670504 or 9787-6959. You can find us at all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube or Google. Niza Nizam SG or nizanizam.com Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Property Heart Truth SG by Niza Nizam. Alright, I'm sure you are anticipating a lot of our podcast episode, but time is, you know, it's quite uh, daunting for us to record. But, mm-hmm. of course, when there's a compelling uh, reason to actually record, we will definitely share the heart truth with you guys out there. Thank you for being uh such a loyal listener. Wow, well, like our our <laughs> listener like a lot. Well, we hope you share some yeah. of our podcast episodes Correct. that may be relevant to your needs, uh, your relative needs. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. As you know, the as the name implies, property hard truth SG. So we, today we're going to talk about something really hard and truth. A lot of hard truth to it because of the fact that, uh, perhaps to put it to, to put into context, we talk about uh, comes to the Muslim law first, lah. Huh? Basically, yeah. so it's about. Uh, inheritance inheritance where it's where there's tenancy in common mm. Islamic her- inheritance yeah, which uh, is fara'id lah if you yeah. before that mm. the manner of holding mm. uh, tenancy in common joint tenancy or even sole owner so these are things that you need to understand when it comes to uh, uh, you know distribution of, of mm-hmm. inheritance you know when it comes to the Muslim law or the Sharia law lah. yeah but here actually we're trying to talk about the manner of holding of a property because uh, whether you're owning a HDB or a private property, then that matter, you need to always identify whether you and your uh, spouse or maybe uh, family members that owns or co-owns the property uh, in what kind of manner of holding. Is it joint tenancy or tenancy in common? And also whether they understand what is the implication on such men of holding? Lah? Yeah. So for those actually uh, having a, uh, owning a HDB property, where do you see this men of holding? Correct. I think mm. before that, uh, to put into context, I think why we are, we want to talk about this is because I think for the past couple of weeks, we've been getting uh, calls and even meetups, uh, appointments with people who are, you know, having such issues uh, in that sense. You know, basically... Uh, or they claims, sell a uh, claim, yeah, yeah. When they sell their flat, uh, suddenly they got a lot of relatives, uh. yeah. Uh, so because of the fact that perhaps example, a daughter and mom owns a flat HDB, all right, and mom passes on, and uh, by law or even civil law or Sharia law, it's a rule of survivorship, mm-hmm. which means the daughter now owns the property, sole ownership, hundred percent, and there's no claim against uh, whatever the mum owns or whatever kind the of thing. The mum had paid before. Yeah, because of the uh, joint tenancy manner of holding. So, but many times uh, when this happened, when the daughter, when the when the daughter, for example, are selling the house, so there'll be so-called claims or threats. The fact that eh, you need to you know farah your mum's share because of the fact that you know 
he used to be owner. Yeah. Something like that. So mm-hmm. a lot of times people get confused or get scared by these threats. So just to make it clear, even when you talk about the fatwa, a lot of people out there are still say, oh, uh, we cannot follow fatwa because, you know, uh, this is your mom's uh, desire and all that. How would, hell would you know <laughs> if the mom's yeah. desire? Okay. So actually what you mean by fatwa committee, okay, in the Islamic Religious Council of Singapore or MUIS, we know uh, for the Muslims, okay, there is a fatwa committee and they've been discussing this since 2018 actually because there have been a lot of ambiguities out there and uh, misconception and therefore there have been a couple of meetings since 2018 to do some revisions on these uh, issues about joint tenancy. Okay, because joint tenancy today, they have actually uh, concluded that, okay, um, okay, forget about the versions in 2018, 20, uh, in the early 2019, but actually late 2019, they have uh, formalized Revise, that this eh? will be the final revision and agree okay, to uh, conquer with our civil law on the joint tenancy concept. So therefore, uh, they say that joint tenants during their lifetime have the option of selecting joint tenancy contracts or tenancy in common contracts. So both forms of joint ownership have their own advantages as also for tenancy in common. So when at a point of purchase, the owner already agree to meet the conditions set out. So they are aware of the condition and the objectives why they agree to this type of contracts, either tenancy in common or joint tenancy. So they have uh, so-called agreed lah together, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So for the joint tenancy contract would mean that the joint tenants have expressed their desire at that moment that a shared property remains wholly owned by the surviving joint tenant after their death. And therefore, each joint tenant is aware that their interest in the property will stop or ceases upon death. Mm. So nobody should claim over the uh just now you said uh, the inheritance on the yeah. the, the person who nobody can claim against the, the deceased lah. Mm. So joint tenants no longer need to make any other additional documents. Okay, here what they mean they means in in the past fatwa back in 2018 there was this like hikbaruba thing. So all these don't need like nuzria no more no need really. If you are joint tenants, you That's consider it. yeah you were own uh holy should one of the Uh, tenants, Party passes on. Yeah. yeah. So that's why they said no more need of additional documents as yeah. the moment you have joint tenants. Okay. On the other hand, the tenancy in common contract will also mean that you express your desire to own a part of a shared property. Mm-hmm. That means you already know if you take tenancy in common, I only own 50%. Let's say divide by two. But if people want to do 20, 80 or 60, 40, at that moment, they already know the percentage. And they, they agree lah. Yeah, so if they uh, so they want to their share to be part of the inheritance after their death, that's why they do so. Right. Okay. So with these options of the two different instrument, okay, um, uh, like I said, the additional contract should not no longer required because this help to avoid the issue of ambiguous intentions that we mm. have been listening or hear or claims. From other people, right? And yes, yes. That maybe only remember the older very, generations' rules know. and laws, I, lah. Hmm? I can't say for the non-Muslim, ah, but hmm. sometimes uh, when it comes to a Muslim funeral, after post funeral, ah, wow. Sally, lot of stories, ah. Lot of people say, eh, yeah. you know, you need to sell the house. The morning has just started, but you know, 
the claims have already began. Mm. And that's where it caused a lot of uh, bad relationships yeah. between the siblings and family members or the uncles and aunties. So therefore, the Fatwa Committee advised the members of the public to seek expert advice and opinions instead of family members. Lah. Seek yep. the, the right advice and from the expert before making any decision, even when you uh, point of purchase as well. Whether yeah. you should go for joint tenancy or tenancy in common. I, I think from experience, I think if you, for example, you buy a private property or, or you know, you engage a lawyer to do your conveyancing, right? The lawyer will actually explain to you the difference between joint tenancy, uh, joint tenancy and tenancy in common to make you understand. And at that point of time, all parties, if as any doubt, should actually clear the doubt. Yeah. And we also know, actually, more problems is seen in the tenancy in common contracts, actually, because the decision made in tenancy in common, right, they really need to seek advice because there are many implications for mm-hmm. the owners who chose tenancy in common contract because the need to sell the house as soon as one of the co-owners die. And this can cause difficulty to the other owners involved as uh, who has a share in the tenancy in common and would like to stay in the house mm-hmm. because they've got kids and all that. Correct. So, in fact, tenancy in common is even more problematic in a marital setting if you correct uh, yeah. if you don't understand the implication yeah so it is uh, better that uh, the photo committee actually remind owners uh, to make due consideration before choosing any of the desired type of ownership okay should ensure no negligence and injustice is inflicted in the family so correct. be careful when you do this yeah, yeah. so we are already firm that joint tenancy should be a uh, sole ownership upon death. Correct. Yeah. I mean, why, 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 why we are talking about this is the fact that, you know, I get irritated I get, mm. uh, with this kind of, uh, you know, claims by immediate family members or not so immediate fam- family members where they, they are insisting that the fact that, oh, the death, uh, the, the dead or the deceased uh, uh, used to own this property. So, Marcel, because by law, by Islamic law, the you must sell and distribute the inheritance because yeah. if not uh, God will punish you Yeah, even for the CPF nominations right even by the law right actually you are already own because it already is a desired will to uh, part this money in the CPF uh, to the person yeah nomination yeah. Is, is of course is quite straightforward mm-hmm. once you nominate no claims uh, from any other party yeah. but so I the other part of Farai that they can talk about is the only the cash in the bank lah no, before that, let me go into this property first. Because of the fact that, you know, like Niza said just now, uh, the lack of knowledge has caused the community at one point of time to be very confused and, you know, angry. Mm. Because of the fact that, oh, uh, for example, couple with two kids, example, right? Wife is a housewife. Husband passes on. So what do you want the wife to do, basically? Yeah. You know, to sell the house. Can she buy? How about the two kids? Basically, Islam is very, very simple. If you're able, if you want your, your so-called your share, make sure you take care of the kids and the yeah, wife. Yeah, make sure you have, make them uh, have a uh, roof over their, over their yeah. head. So are you going it's to be responsible for yourself, their... yourself, mm, my yeah. friend. I think this is something that, uh, you know, we, the Muslims especially, need to understand and need to know that, you know, and need to be assured, especially uh, non-working housewives yeah. and all that, that, eh, they will have a roof over their head if, let's say, any, anything ha- happened to the husband. Yeah. Actually, Nizam and Nizam are quite... Uh, Align with this, with uh, and we're definitely happy to hear that the fatwa committee have yep. finalized to this stage after so many revisions. Okay, which also uh, because we are in the business for more than fifteen years, so we have Correct. seen a lot of issue like which fatwa should we uh, use? Okay, in fact, in the last statement in the fatwa committee mentioned that should let's say you have death that is uh, before twenty nineteen, that means uh, in twenty eighteen, but you have not distributed the assets. 
you can still use the current fatwa to of course uh, to I decide think, yeah. on this. You no, know, so you need to be empowered, my friend, so that you know you know your rights. Uh, and people out there who lack lack knowledge, right, will think that free money coming. Like, I mean, mm. honestly, yeah, this is property hard truth, SG. So I have to tell you honest truth because of the fact that sometimes we have one potential client that time who are you know who are waiting for someone's death in order to inherit the the the, the monies. The monies. Yeah. So it's kind of it's like uh, welcoming the death. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's funny, you know, people, mm-hmm. you know, but. We don't know the structure behind it. We don't know the manner of holding, yeah. whatever the property is. So, uh, you might be thinking that, oh, this fellow die, but I o- should get my share. Yeah, but also talking about that point, uh, uh, if the death actually happened and you have done the administration or you have done the, uh, what you call it, executor, I mean the uh, grant of probate or grant administration, please quickly exercise that grant, which means take take the ownership or do the transmission and then do the distribution, the sale, and then distribute as soon as possible because mm-hmm. uh, you cannot uh, hold that thing more than 10 years of uh, since the death of the person because or else uh, you have to go uh, sanction, uh, go for sanction. That means you have 10 to go years to or 6 years? 10 years from the death of the person. Yeah. Okay. But 6 years from the the administration. Yeah. yeah. So yes, what, what, what we are trying to say is, you know, if let's say death occurs, then the the property no longer has owners. Mm. Yeah, then of course, uh, you need to uh, hasten the process of selling so that the inheritance can be distributed as per the will yeah. or whatever. So and all do not that. hold. If you hold a grant of administration or grant of probate, quickly exercise exercise that rights because it, the longer you keep, you can cause more problems because yeah. give the share to the people that... The funny uh, thing in Singapore is that uh, a lot of people still think that the HDB can pass down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they yeah. say, oh, they they want to make a will to pass down this HDB to their grandchildren or yeah. their children. Talking about uh, passing down, right? Yeah. Uh, talking about gift. Okay, so now we have an issue whereby there was uh, a will, okay, uh-huh. and uh, and it was given to the both parents, executors with uh, certain different shares. Lah. So now the parents become the so-called, the have to exercise the sale of the property, right? And then uh, they have their share. Lah. Mm-hmm. But uh, both of the parents decided that, hey, we do not want to sell this property. We want to uh, co-owner, uh, join owner mm-hmm. this property because the property uh, can serve them as an investment property. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they asked me lah, what to do. I say okay, because by law or by faraid also that you have to exercise the grant of probate, sell and then get your share. But now since you want to, you, you both of you agree to co-own this property and don't want to sell, then you must go back to the uh, to the lawyer to do what we call um, deed of family arrangement. That means all the beneficiaries decide that they want to have equal share and co-own the property instead. Then you do the transmission so yeah. that is possible lah, if it's as simple as that lah. but usually yeah. when you have many beneficiaries right I'm sure there's one lah. it just, uh, it just takes one, one. Uh, just take it just takes one, one not, not agree yeah. then you all have to you know come up uh, fight it out yeah you know, but yeah I think this is the, the hard truth is you know humans are greedy Mm. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, we are we are we are in the same situation sometimes we need to think logically we need to think the uh, for the the benefit of the surviving party. Yeah, another misconception, Anizam, I yeah. heard. Uh, for example, right, there is six beneficiaries 
Wow. Of course, they have many different shares because got uh, lady, got man, right? Got daughter, got son, got uncle or whatever. So, they are thinking like, uh, never mind, we just uh, delay, delay. Eh? Then one of them will pass on. Ma. Pass on means our share will be like, you know, more. Lah. Hmm. But actually, salah, this is concept salah. Actually, the moment uh, one of the beneficiaries pass on, the share is still there. It goes to the estate of that beneficiary. Yeah. So, do not delay. That's why one thing when you have this grant or probate, uh, I'm, do quickly do the sale and quickly uh, distribute the share ASAP. Yeah. Else you'll be keep, uh, keeping paying lawyers to yeah. do, redo, do, redo kind of documents. Yeah. Eh? And we also hear of uh, uh, cases whereby the administrator uh, did not distribute the shares, uh, let's say, or did not distribute equally or something like that, did not follow the, the inheritance certificate. Mm-hmm. Then what happened? Uh, then this is we where we have one case mm-hmm. eh? maybe just share because of the fact we uh, we I did ask uh, get the advice of the lawyer mm-hmm. in this situation for example perhaps when the death occur the beneficiary was below 21 mm-hmm. so there was a guardian to or custodian of the of the monies eh? right? but now after more than 10 years the monies has not been distributed even after he's turned 21 uh, mm-hmm. so and In the pretext that is, uh, you when you need it, I give it to you. Mm. But actually, by law, it's a criminal breach of trust mm. because there's always there there already a court document to say that you need to distribute this money. Yeah, it is his obligation actually yeah. to distribute, and this is actually protected by law, lah. Huh? But I was told mm. by the lawyer, we criminal criminal uh, a CBT. Yes, it can be charged, but the police will not help you to get the money back. Mm. So you need still need a lawyer to go out and you know uh, make sure that your asset or your, your whatever are, are, are being uh, uh, taken uh, care of. Uh. Uh. Yeah. So important to understand and as a administrator or whatever executor you have the burden of uh, ensuring that you do your duty yeah. uh, to and the as, living. And, and as a Muslim, as a Muslim, as Muslim you have uh, further, further. Maybe you don't, uh, you enjoy here, but the here after, after life is another, good luck to you, my friend. You got yeah. to answer to God for that. Yeah, you can come up with any excuses, the fact that you are custodian or you know, but end of the day, you know, after 10 years, yeah. I don't think the money is there anymore. But yes, this is just our renting, but it's not so much a rent, it's more of, the hard truth my friend yeah, because this is the day day in day out mm. things that we see we are not going to sugarcoat things like we, we always say we come to this podcast but then it's important as a community we need to understand our rights and all that kind of stuff this is pertaining to Muslim law lah, huh? yes but Sharia I think maybe law, you want to touch a bit about uh, civil law quite straightforward huh? civil, civil law is quite straightforward yeah. I think they just equal shares and all that so it's based on the will uh, that's why uh. yeah. So if let's say there's a will then the person owns it lah. yeah yeah uh. So unless Provide, the, okay, if HDB there there's eligibility criteria, of course, you cannot just take over the HDB yeah. just like that. Mm-hmm. But let's say for non-Muslim, if the HDB, I mean the owners have passed on, the HDB owners have passed on, and the will states that this fella gets the proceed upon sale, then that's it, lah. Yeah. yeah. So quite straightforward. Muslim yeah. law a bit more, uh, not straightforward. Uh, it does protect the 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 rights of the yeah. beneficiaries. So for, for those who are intending to give their HDB, right? Okay, for what I know, not all HDB you can be gifted, okay? Mm-hmm. Because uh, HDB will be the one that decides the eligibility or yeah. the the person that is going to receive the HDB, whether can or not. Mm-hmm. Then at the same time, if let's say uh, it's just a pure gift as per will, directly, it's okay. No stamp duties are being payable. But the moment you change... Uh, not in accordance to the will, right? Stamp duties will be 
payable. So don't anyhow yep. want to take the gift lah. So maybe you are, you are not aware of this kind of situation, but we are really underground. And to be honest, last weekend when we were bringing buyers, all the units we saw were estate sale, mm. which you know owners have passed on. So there's always the the you know the fact that uh, we need to know our rights. Knowledge important. Yep. We need to be empowered so that we don't follow. What I always talk, what I always say, coffee shop talk. Yeah. La. Importantly, uh, seek opinion from the experts. Yeah. Okay. Whether it's property experts or the legal experts, yeah. but make sure you have uh, two, three experts to ask lah. Correct. Uh, don't ask, just yeah. you know just ask one. I side mean, you can ask verify, us through verify. us. We are able to get our legal uh, partners to give you a more precise That's advice because yeah. every case may be different. Correct. Yeah. So I think uh, anything else you want to add. Mm, not for now. Correct. Yeah, mm. it's been wow, twenty minutes of talking, yeah. which you is good. Talk about the tenancy in common CPF thing or tenancy in common? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so tenancy in common is even more complicated, lah. For example, ah, <laughs> uh, there may be two person. You say fifty fifty, but tenancy in common. Yeah. That means you only own fifty percent. One person, let's say person A only own fifty percent, and person B only own fifty percent. They are not joint tenants. They are tenancy in common. So if person A dies, if person A dies, person B will only own fifty percent still. Okay, hmm. so the fifty percent that A has that died, right? Uh, that one have to be in. Uh, have to be follow the the will the faraid or the will lah. So what happened? The property cannot cut into two, right? <laughs> you must do something either to sell or pers- person B have to buy over person A share so that yeah. that share can turn into some uh, profit cash that can be distributed to the beneficiaries. Yeah, beneficiary. Yeah. So what happened if, okay, in the case of uh, payment wise, ah, uh, because sometimes we have tenancy in common fifty fifty, but then person B yeah uh, pay more CPF. Interesting. Okay? Pay more CPF. So what happened is, ah, uh, if you were to sell, right, the CPF and the accrued interest still have to be written as what the person B paid. So let's say person B paid sixty percent, ah, more CPF, right? Mm-hmm. The CPF will go first or the whole sixty percent. Okay. Then what is being distributed equally fifty fifty is actually your cash proceed. Yeah. Yeah. So, so CPF yeah, still because CPF right? law is different, ah. Eh? Yeah. First charge, lah. Have yeah. to go in first. So it doesn't mean you own more percentage or you have more shares. Doesn't mean you have yeah. uh, CPF refund more. It's yeah. individual. CPF that's refund why, is individual. That's why, yeah. In most of our cases, who who chose, ah, uh, now they are a bit intelligent, lah. Mm. Our customer, right? All want to be tenancy in common, lah. Like very clever, right? Clever. Then or trying to be clever. Ah, uh, then when come to payment, ah, uh, how 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 want to take whose CPF how many how much percent? Yeah. So then I said better do as percentage. So will be, ah, uh, how to say, stream. I mean everything is the same, lah. Your down payment also follow the percentage. Everything yeah. follow your 50, monthly mortgage. Fifty lah so, to be uh. to be easy. Your stamp duty yeah. also fifty fifty. But headache for the lawyer, lah. Headache, ah. Uh, 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 but. You know, if you want to play it safe, especially tenancy in common, uh, because I've seen husband and wife, mm. uh, they scared of their own. I don't know lah. I mean, if you marry mm. somebody, right, there must be a form of trust. Uh. This yeah. is just my opinion. Yeah. Uh. So if you still there's a mistrust or there's a lack of trust, uh, uh, then problem because of the fact that it comes to ownership of property, tenancy in common, fifty fifty or seventy thirty yeah. or But, whatever. Okay, Nisa, maybe for uh, for the. To enlighten our listeners, for the benefit uh, of the listeners, ah, uh, uh, because see, ah, uh, uh, tenancy in common do happen in HDB. We have seen it for Muslim couple, 
Okay, why? Eh? Because, for example, now we see a lot of uh, divorce and then remarried. Eh? So, this may not be his first marriage. It will be his second marriage. <laughs> so, sometimes uh, he has kids from the first marriage that he wants to uh, give. Have give yeah. Because the second marriage may not have kids. Mm. So, he find that, okay, I want to have 50% in this uh, thing because I want to uh, uh, in, uh, distribute my 50% share yeah, to my to... Uh, kids that's from the first marriage. lah. <laughs> You know, so well, sometimes it, it happens. Uh. I, I'm quite skeptical. Mm. Uh. I mean, since hard truth, I can say, mm. uh, uh, yeah, sometimes these men, uh, they divorce. Mm. Actually, the asset is not much. And they remarry also becomes worse. Yeah. So actually nothing to give. <laughs> and then they are, uh, sorry men. Uh, you no, but all, sometimes, uh, I mean, even for the ladies nowadays, uh, they are all career women. They say pay more. So they are so worried. So sometimes they want to have a percentage for for them to be protected for Correct. their I think true. Uh, kids from yeah. the first marriage or whatever. Yeah. So nowadays, we are a bit more acceptable to, uh, I would say, we understood lah. We understood where yeah. they're coming I from. I think tenancy in common is mostly applicable, let's say you're not 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 related by blood. May you buy something, uh, yeah. property or, what, yeah, uh, or friend and friend, good friend, best friend, yeah. you know, that kind of situation mm-hmm. where, you know, They each has to protect their rights. Yeah, and their, but their I really understand tenancy in common sometimes is important for those people who undergone the third or the second marriage. So, to protect their uh, inheritance to their... Uh, but then again, many are still not aware of this thing. Many mm-hmm. are still just following blindly and mm-hmm. issues will arise later. So, at the end of the day, knowledge is power. Yeah. So, think carefully. With knowledge comes responsibility, any... my friend. Yeah. And I think the last one, sole owner, I think quite straightforward. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to be as if if it's a sole owner means that if there's a no no will, then of course, when it comes to Muslim, there must be a, a administrator and all that lah. Yeah, so you can assign the executor, and if you worried, for example, you are sole ownership right now, yep. but you have a mother to take care, and your mother is an occupier in the HDB. Yeah. So your concern is, what if I die? First. Then my mom got no place to stay. Yeah. So you feel that this house, I still want my mom to own it. Then you must write a will, okay, to uh, inform the executor that you want this uh, sh- this faraid right to be equally shared and to be waived lah. So everybody must agree on hand lah. So that's why the this deed, uh, yeah. so these beneficiaries have to agree in, on hand. We call it the deed of family arrangement lah. This is something that you can seek uh, help from your legal. Yeah. Okay, to help you out to sort this part, so that the 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 house can be gifted to the mother uh, smoothly. Correct. So, yeah. uh, listeners of Property Hard Truth SG, I think we have given you a bit of a uh, uh, you know a glimpse. Uh, I think it's not not too detailed. Mm-hmm. If not, uh, become too technical. We hope sure. a bit more clarity. So, uh, if not, I think uh, we will bring the the our, another topic in our next episode. So. For my name is Niza Madli, and I'm Niza Ali. Please see you or listen to us in the next pod, the next podcast. Bye bye.